Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey folks, it's Matt Zachary, and welcome to Vax On, a weekly segment of my podcast, Out of Patience, right here on the Offscript Media Network. Hey, I'm Alura Nanos. I'm a lawyer, a journalist, a mom of a teenage narcoleptic, and a professional big mouth. Lou and I go back 30 years as best friends, and we're here to have fun and bring you a layperson's guide to what the hell just happened this week in healthcare as America gets its vax on and shows COVID the door. Matt gets me. He knows I'm tired, annoyed, and sometimes pushed to the brink by the intense chaos of our lives right now. We're here together to learn, complain, and include you in the conversation. So join us on Twitter at VaxOnPod and share your stories and grievances using the hashtag VaxOn. Conspiracy theorists and haters shall be neutralized on site. All right, Matt, let's get at it. Elora, we're here again. Matt, 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 Matt. Hello. Happy VaxOn Day. What? Yes, I know, and but I'm I'm not happy. I have so much complaining to do today. Isn't that the point of the show? It is. There is fuckery afoot, and I am here to delve into it with you, my friend. Well, when we last spoke, you had Booty Giuliani on your feet. Um, are you still hobbling along? I am hobbling along, singing a song with Booty Giuliani on my ankle, and it's not fun. Did you get like one of those Emory label printers and put Booty Giuliani on the boot? I really should. I should. But I can't. I, I feel like I cannot be patient because I can't move as fast as I normally move, which, to be fair, isn't really that fast compared to other people. But I feel like it's just slowing me down and it's making me have no patience. And I'm already like not long on patience. Not at the speed of Ajita, but or at the speed of uh, semi-aggrieved. No, like what? Yes, exactly. Like what's happening is like I like to walk around at like a constant allegretto and I'm stuck at like lento right now. And I hate it. At least it's not Largo for the music people in the crowd. We just lost everyone that isn't a music nerd. <laughs> That's OK. They'll have to catch up. That's okay. Can I tell you about my morning, though? Holy shit. It is so interesting how things have changed COVID wise, but like not sort of for better, but not really. So. My son woke up with cold symptoms today and we're like, fuck, like he needed to go to school because he had this important meeting at school with a college person, college counselor. And, but I couldn't send him to school because he had symptoms and I didn't really think he had COVID because he didn't have a fever, but like, you can't send a kid to school even with mild sniffles anymore because you know, what if it's COVID and then they get everybody sick. Right. So I was like freaking out and I like cursing and flipping out. Like, I cannot believe we still have to do this. I'm so mad, like blah, blah, blah. And then like, I was able to go online to testhere.com, which is like such a great website. And they, they're like, no problem. Just drive over to the diner, drive into the parking lot where some nice lady sticks her head in the car window, does a COVID test. 
and gets the PCR results back in four hours. So we were like, oh, good. He could potentially still make his meeting. Do you know I got home and the PCR results were done in an hour? And this is free from Jersey? Oh, no, it's not free. It's $300. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, no, no, no. It's the opposite of free. But I, like we went from being like, oh, my God, we're going to kill everybody with COVID and it's going to be so contagious. And now it's like this is an inconvenience and it's an expense and it's annoying. But I mean, we were still able to go from the first side of symptoms to we can go back to school because this is just like an allergy attack in like two hours, which is amazing. But you did the whole, yo, Spike, I got the Mott's back alley diner test thing. Yes. yes. How did you trust exactly. this woman? No, it's not just a woman. Like, it's a company. It, it's oh, the company okay. that I used when I came to to tape in the studio. It's like, there's an alley between Drucker and Zook. <laughs> just go down the alley. We'll meet you down the alley with the little swipes of the nose. <laughs> exactly. But I'll tell you, it really does uh, underscore that is as important as vaccines and medical research and all that stuff is. Let's not forget that good access to quick testing, and I'm not talking about rapid testing, I'm talking about a real PCR test, but that comes back quickly. Um, that's really important because that is, you know, for many people, the difference between either having to stay home or, you know, we know probably some people go about their business, have to go to work, have to send their kids to school and maybe do so in less than safe circumstances. Good testing is really important to that equation. Are we now saying that COVID is a minor nuisance for those who have 300 bucks in spending money for, you know, Joe's back alley diner testing thing? <laughs> well, let me say this. COVID would have been a major fucking nuisance. Right. Not having COVID, but suspecting we might have COVID was a minor nuisance. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the whole thing is still a shit show. But I was like, oh, good for them for, like, getting their act together that this was, like, really quick and streamlined. I was very glad for it. It. it almost makes up for all of the shit of my life that is the opposite of streamlined right now booty giuliani booty giuliani <laughs> you know with the name trying... all of your maladies yes we should definitely do that but anyway how are you how, what's happening in your world i have no real major updates from a covid fuckery perspective outside of my i'll say strategic doom scrolling on all the woes me people that still don't understand that this can kill other people and even though they're saying oh it's getting better i like the fact that it's getting better but i have a very i mean i'm gonna go to hell for this like like covid denier dies of covid right have we gotten numb to that or we just kind of scoff over that now in the east coast in our little elite towers here you know, I, actually, it's something that I've thought a lot about that I really hate that um, because it's such a topic in the news, on social media, in conversation, I hate that it's desensitized me that to the extent that when someone gets sick, that my first instinct is to say, oh, are they vaccinated? And then feel differently if they've chosen not to be vaccinated. I hate that. I hate that about myself. I hate that about the world that's made me feel that way. I, it bugs me. Yeah, and, and our our continued disclosure is we are uh, we are anti death here on Vaxon and the Out of Patients podcast. Anti death, we would prefer people not die um, or not even get sick. I don't want anybody to even get sick. I want everybody to just stay healthy. Yeah, try to not get sick is where I. But I, I'm going to be pissed if you get sick because you just didn't fucking listen. Right. Well done. 
Yeah. <laughs> I have many more things to complain about, though. So if, if you're ready, shall I lay them on you? Is it the um, up and coming type one, type two diabetes thing known as Halloween? Oh, I know. I, I love Halloween. I, I really do. Uh, it's going to be difficult for me to go on my normal trick-or-treating rounds with Booty Giuliani. But but I do love me some Halloween. I want to get Karen back on the show to talk about Halloween as a type one mom and how you manage kids that just want to eat nothing but like three Musketeers bars. I tell you what, you know, I, I recently went went camping with our friend Karen. Wait, for the listeners, Karen is our friend, has been on the show a few times, has been raising a type one kid and is an expert in the subject of type one fuckery. Type one diabetes, not type one like type A. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Every time you say that, I always think like I, I the first thing I think of is like a really neurotic kid. I'm, like, I'm no, a type no. one personality. Right. No. Um, so I you know, spent a, a weekend with Karen camping and around s'mores and candy and all kinds of stuff like that. And I was absolutely amazed how both she and her son um just had this everything down to this kind of constant calculation and constant science. Um, it was really interesting. It was kind of like the model of a family who had proper training, proper resources, and proper communication skills. So, you know, diabetes is such a serious illness, but watching this kid handle his own sugar numbers and insulin and and nutrition and exercise and energy output and all that, um, it was really astounding. To, to see someone have an illness and just manage it with just such proficiency the way the way her son did. So what's your Halloween COVID grievance fuckery complaint? Um, so Halloween, no, it has nothing to do with COVID. It has only to do with supply chain. <laughs> oh, back to our uh, Lunchables conversation. Yeah. And, and also, we're going to go right into the first segment on this because I have so much to say about supply chain, like the kind of candy I want isn't there. The Halloween stuff I want isn't there. But those giant inflatable things, those are around. What, the wacky-waving, arm-flailing, inflatable tube guy stuff? Yeah, like they're not on a barge anywhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a bacon shortage, too. Bacon's like $15,000. You can't even get bacon anymore. It's killing me. Bacon? Because oh, there, there was a pig shortage. Yes. There was a pork shortage for yeah. a while, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, still there. So here's what happened, right? Um, remember, there was the Lunchable shortage. And then I guess that was over. And now there's an Uncrustable shortage. Didn't you make fun of Uncrustables? I did. What I said was like, they better not have a shortage. But listen to what happened. So the Uncrustable shortage was actually a few months ago. But I did not notice it because Uncrustables come in like a bunch of different flavors. They come in like peanut butter and jelly and then right. just jelly and je whatever. Okay. So I didn't notice that there had been a shortage because my kids don't eat the peanut butter ones. And those are the ones that everyone eats because, by the way, they're fucking delicious. But okay. that's a whole other story. <laughs> Definitely do not eat them if you're diabetic. What, was the Uncrustable they, shortage because of the Lunchable shortage? I don't think so. Were they related? But, I mean, they could have been. But they, I mean, it's just, you know, supply chain. That's all they say. Okay. But Smuckers, who makes Uncrustables, like they went out and they said, listen, we know that there was this problem with, you know, fulfilling all the orders. So what we did was we prioritized the flavors that are the more liked flavors, like the popular flavors. Right. And we decided to to like downgrade the less popular ones. And the flavors that we eat are the Nutella ones, the hazelnut ones. Ah. And those are apparently like the less favored on Crustables. Okay, so, so those are available. No, those are well, they were a few months ago when the other ones weren't available. Right. But now the other ones are back and now ours are gone. I see. I see. You need to start a political action committee for this. 
I'm going to rally those people together. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, and it turns out, you know, there's the havoc that this is wreaking on my own life, but it made me start to look into supply chain issues generally. So I don't know if you've seen right now, but like all over social media, there are all these memes saying, you know, like your art from local artists is not waiting on a barge someplace. Like to remind you like, hey, even if there is a major supply chain issue, there are ways to get stuff that you need. Maybe just look at local merchants and look at local craftsmen and stuff like that. Right. Which is a very important point. So I, I started looking into things and I found that, you know, there's shortages of everything everywhere, but they're so weird, the things that they are. So like in China, there's a shortage of coal and paper. Those seem really important these days. Yeah. And the paper is kind of like the lumber shortages, like anything with trees and right, right. cutting down the trees and processing them. So that's like a big problem everywhere. The coal shortage is a huge problem in China because more than half of the country's electricity comes from coal. So now that's going to trickle down to the factories. And like, that's a big problem. So those of us who are ordering cheap clothing from Facebook at 3 a.m., we're soon going to not have that from those factories. Okay. I'm going to order then, my coal on Amazon, locally sourced. <laughs> Seriously. Right. And I'm also hearing that uh, we should get our Christmas and Hanukkah presents like in July. Like we're two, we're two months beyond when we should have ordered our toys because there's no toys left. Is this left. like the worst news? Yeah. Right. Like in today's chapter of actually it's good that the Christmas wreaths are on sale now even though it's October. Yeah. You have to do your Christmas shopping now because there's going to be no toys left. Ebenezer COVID. I can't. But you know what though? <laughs> so – your kids are close in age to my daughter. Yes. And my daughter doesn't want toys. She wants Robux. Yeah, Roblox dollars. Yes. Yeah, which is like- There's no supply like, chain issue with Roblox there's dollars. No, because it's not real. It's just literally taking your money and lighting it on fire. Yes. Because so no matter what, there's never going to be a supply, a supply chain shortage for fake clothes for your fake avatars that you are paying real money for. I'm going to agree. 100% yes. I feel like that just went completely full circle, right? Like you went from, oh my God, I hate these electronic money video game bullshit purchases to I'm so glad we have them because it's what my kid really wants. Yes. And I can't get the toys anyway. I know. My goodness. Also, you know, you don't step on Robux in the middle of the night when you get up. They're you not step Legos. on the Legos. Yeah. No, yeah. You, you, they don't hurt you. They're stupid as all shit, but man, they make your kids so happy. I can't tell you how many times I've said what I'm about to say regarding Lego. As a obviously as a parent, we both know what it's like to step on Lego and like have like the worst pain, like and die stabbing in and the die. heart kind of pain. Did you know that Lego makes a house shoe? You know, like you know, slip on shoes around the house that kind of like uh, make stepping on Legos specifically not hurt you. Really. Yeah, like they somehow they engineered the known pain of stepping on a Lego and they engineered the like the squishiness of the bottom of the of the the house shoe to not hurt when you step on the Legos. That's amazing. Yes. I just found out recently that you can take your old Legos, even like the ones that are missing pieces for certain stuff, and you can actually print out a label and send them back to this company that will then like sort through them and like repurpose them. Wow. They send you a shipping label. It's amazing. I'm going to do it next week. 
I was reading in the prep docs that there's going to be a coffee shortage from Brazil. And the first thing that came to my mind for the old people listening and old, I mean, Gen Xers and boomers was the Zucker Brothers movie Airplane when <laughs> chaos is ensuing in the cabin and she kind of calms people down and says, everything's fine, everything's fine. And um, one of the guys steps up, are you telling us the whole truth? And she says, actually... We're also out of coffee. And the whole place <laughs> fucking erupts. The whole place goes chaos madness when they're out of coffee. I just feel like, how the fuck does Brazil run out of coffee? I don't know. I, I was like, we're gonna we're gonna stop saying expressions like for all the tea in China, like because of COVID. There's like, no more tea up. in you China, yes. Right. There's no more anything anywhere. Even the stuff that you hundred percent thought would be there. Well, I'm gonna promise our listeners that next week I'm gonna go deep undercover and figure out if there's a supply chain issue for rubber dog shit. <laughs> deep, I feel like deep undercover. I just don't even understand. Like I, I I'm I'm over COVID being the reason for every fucking thing. Yes. But there it is. So that's my first thing I'm complaining about. All right. So now it's time for our Sir Moment, which is, of course, our Sir poll, where we've asked 1.3 million doctors worldwide the answers to questions that we have about healthcare. So, Matt, you know, what's on everybody's mind this week is boosters and when do you get them and which one do you get? And and I was specifically interested in kind of the differences between what's going on with the different vaccines. So um, we asked the doctors, given what's going on out there in research, would you recommend the Moderna or Pfizer booster to patients who have received Johnson and Johnson? Like, you know, what would happen if you mixed and matched? 81% of the doctors said, go ahead and get either Moderna or Pfizer, even if your first shot was Johnson and Johnson. Wow. And that seems to be in line with what we're seeing, that the research seems to suggest that an mRNA booster is a good thing, regardless of what you had first. Very nice. So, yeah, that's our sir moment for the day. All right, we'll be right back after these brief messages from Schoolhouse Rock. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
okay, we're back, and it's time to discuss Florida. Didn't we like talk about Idaho and Texas? We, we haven't we haven't railed on Florida in a while. It's time. Yeah, we've been ignoring Florida, and and Florida is just bringing up the rear with this crazy story. I mean, it's insane. You have to hear this. So you may remember the school. The name of the school is Centner Academy. It's a private school in Miami. It's like preschool up to eighth grade. It made headlines in April because in April, they barred teachers who had been vaccinated from interacting with students. Because wait, 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 this, wait, wait. Yes. They banned, right. the, they banned the teachers who got vaccinated. Mm-hmm. The teacher, they said to the teachers, if you've been vaccinated, you cannot interact with students. Because these people are afraid that somehow being near the teachers is going to hurt the students. What? I know. It's insane. It's like they subscribe to that crazy uh, conspiracy theory about how you're going to shed proteins. Oh, yeah. We talked about that a couple of months ago. Yeah. 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 Right, right, right. So at that time, this school like fell for it and said, oh, yeah, yeah. We don't want anybody around the teachers because the teachers are going to shed something and then the students are going to like inhale it and then they're going to get sick. Right, right. They're radioactive. The vaccine makes you radioactive. Right. Magnetic, all that crap. Yeah. So now the school has gone even farther. And they said that if the parents vaccinate their children, the kids have to quarantine for 30 days after being vaccinated before they're allowed to come back to school. (laughs) I can't even. nuts. I can't even. My God. And I have to, I have to like admit this, right? So I completely went down the rabbit hole with this school because this is so inane that I had to see like, who are these people? And like, where is this coming from? And what is this school? So it's a school in Miami and it is hilarious. Their website, everything on the website says that the school is dedicated toward people being happy. (laughs) And when I say, and I say they're teaching the kids to be happy, but it's B-E-E happy. Like the insect? Yes. So everything is like believe and be happy. And that's like their entire mission. Like, and if you, it says it is a progressive independent happiness school that provides, that combines a deep commitment to emotional intelligence, mindfulness, and happiness with a challenging curriculum featuring language immersion, entrepreneurial thinking, problem solving, creativity, and collaboration. I mean, creativity is one way to put it. Um, I have no response. Wait, and then hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to go to the website and enroll my kids right now. (laughs) Right. This is the best. So the school on their website has like a vaccine section on the website. And what it says is families and children should have medical freedom. Students shouldn't be forced to endure immunizations. Okay. So speaking of medical freedom, they should be free, but they shouldn't be free to get vaccinated. Apparently. They should only be free to not get vaccinated. (laughs) This, put your lawyer hat on. Selective freedom, right? Selective freedom. I, I was like, this is nuts. And then I looked them up. And, and by the way, this is like a serious school. It's $25,000 a year to send your kids to preschool there. That's crazy. And thirty grand to send them to elementary school. And the people behind this place, in 2020, they received nearly a million dollars in PPP loans in uh, COVID relief. Right. And... They also donated, coincidentally, a million dollars to the GOP in 2020. I mean, I can go any which way on this, like logically and illogically. But what uh, is this like a children of the corn breeder system? They're trying to inculcate these kids early on. I don't understand. I think that what they're just trying to do is 
make money off of people who are kooky conspiracy theorists. And they're like, hey, these people are ripe for the picking. Let's put them all together in our school and we'll just take their tuition and they'll be happy with us and we'll take their money and it'll be great. Well, they do want to be happy. They want to be happy. (laughs) It's mind boggling. And I mean, I, I, I can't even imagine what their science teachers are doing there. Right. I mean, every medical expert has said this is completely illogical. And, you know, not only is there no evidence that being near a person who's vaccinated would harm you, there's no like logical scientific reason to believe that that would ever be possible. Right. But lawyer hat on, right? Lawyer hat on, like it's It's a private school, like they can do what they want, right? Absolutely. They're they're entitled to do what they want. They're entitled to exclude who they want. Um, I, I believe even if they receive federal funding, they can exclude people on this basis because it's not like a protected class. You know, you don't have extra rights for being a vaccine denier or being a person who is vaccinated. They, they can make the rules the way they wish to. So their agenda is to discourage vaccinations under all circumstances. Otherwise, you can't participate in the school. Yeah. Or, or they said, if you want to get vaccinated um, and you or you want your child to be vaccinated, you need to do it over the summer so that by the time they get back, everything's OK, which is like even more ludicrous, because if you think that someone being vaccinated is somehow harmful to a person around them, where is this arbitrary 30 days limit? Like it'll it'll do that, but only for 30 days. Like there's like fake shedding data somewhere in a vault. Right. right. Like, so it's like, obviously it's totally made up because since there is no data that shows that this occurs, there's definitely no data that shows it stops occurring after 30 days. It's with the flat earth books in the library. Right. They're like, here's a map of the flat earth. Right. Moon landing, (laughs) flat earth, aliens, and COVID shedding from vaccines. It's, it's pretty amazing. And I, I have to say, you know, there's a there's a little entrepreneurial spirit in me that I hear this and I wonder, I wonder what other businesses are out there adjusting or developing to accommodate the urges of this particularly kooky sector of the public. Like what else is being done to cater to this crowd? Look, the cottage industry. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, if you think about like someone created a business to make, you know, Trump flags and Trump buttons and all, like all of the, you know, kind of crazy political paraphernalia. So like now this is a whole industry. There's thousands of people who subscribe to this kind of logic. God help us. Hey, please. I'm I sorry. Know. COVID shedding help us. Yes. COVID shedding. Shedding. I can't even. Um, so anyway. So, yeah. Uh, on that note. We're going to just leave off with Florida today. Oh, God, dear Florida. Hashtag Florida everyone, not Florida man. Hashtag Florida school. How's that? I mean, it makes me worried about people going to school in Florida. Like, because I wonder if you could be an unsuspecting person and say, I want to send my kid to this happiness academy. I have an extra $75,000 to send my child to preschool. Here you go. I could understand, you know, if they're kids, they can't get vaccinated, but I guess what they're forecasting is that when they approve vaccines for what is it like three to 11, whatever it is. Yeah. Then they're, they don't want those kids to get vaccinated. Right. They're laying the groundwork now. Yes. Don't do anything. That's, that's good future planning. Yeah. <laughs> Kudos for you guys. Future planning. Sentinel Academy. Oh God. You know, field not a brains. sponsor. Not <laughs> definitely not a sponsor. <laughs> 
All right. I uh, think I'm exhausted. I want to go. I'm sorry. I'm going to check on that rubber dog shit supply chain as promised. Yes. I'm, I, I wish I could say I'm going to go and have a nice Uncrustable, but I'm instead <laughs> going to go eat things from my garden because it's the only supply chain I trust. Yes. And, you know, maybe Lunchables will make a return. I hope. Yes. <laughs> well, here's to you. I hope your supply chain does well. Hope all of our listeners have active cargo ships and supply yes. chains. And be happy. <laughs> See you next time, folks. Bye now. That's all for today, folks. If you like today's show, the conversation continues on Twitter at VaxonPod. That's V-A-X-O-N pod. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and tell all your friends to listen. Vaxon is a product of Offscript Media. Our executive producers are Matthew Zachary and Alora Nanos. Our senior producers are Brianna Seeley and Andrew McDowell. It is mixed and edited by Brianna Seeley. Our theme music is by Chair Model. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscript.com. Hit us up at contact at offscript.com to share comments, feedback, and make recommendations. For more information, visit offscript.com. <laughs>